What's shaking fire nation? JLD here and welcome to episode 1638 of EO Fire where I chat with today's most inspiring entrepreneur seven days a week. Turn website visitors into leads and customers with fireup.co. It is amazing. It is free. What are you waiting for? Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Bernie Thompson. Bernie, are you prepared to ignite? JLD, yes, I am. Yes. Bernie's the founder of Efficient Era, a software company that builds analytics tools for Amazon sellers. He is also the founder of Pluggable Technologies, a multi-million dollar electronics brand selling on Amazon. Bernie's the author of Flywheels and Feedback Loops, a guide to success for Amazon private label sellers. I think it's safe to say this is an Amazon guy. And Bernie... Take a minute, fill in the gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Well, I'm a software engineer who has uh, actually started five companies on the weekends. I love to escape here to the mountains in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. It's a great contrast to the computer work we all do. Um, a bit about my two main businesses. The first is an electronics brand uh, that, as you say, sells on Amazon called Pluggable Technologies. Uh, it's grown every year since I started in 2009. The second is a company called Efficient Era, which took the software that we created to make Pluggable successful and offers it to all Amazon sellers. Uh, when I started the business on Amazon, it was really just a way – Amazon to us was just a way for outsourcing sales, marketing, and logistics so I could focus on what I cared about, which was the products and the technology. I experimented with just one product at first and did everything myself uh, from photography to technical support uh, to even the ugly world of tax filing. One trick was how I got goods to Amazon. Uh, goods would arrive at the warehouse here, Port of Seattle. I'd rent a U-Haul, pick up the cases at the warehouse and actually park that U-Haul on the side of the road and hop inside. And I'd work inside the U-Haul for hours, making uh, labeling cases, uh, and then driving that U-Haul straight to UPS uh, so that I had a virtual warehouse for a day uh, and could get everything to Amazon without having to take a big lease. Um, so now, uh, a couple years later, Pluggable has grown into a company with over 100 products and more than 20 full-time staff uh, right here in the Seattle area. And um, I've focused on kind of carefully picking the right people and empowering them to focus on what they believe is right and uh, really proud of a, of a significant business that's, uh, that's having an impact. Bernie, you're obviously an Amazon guy. You've just identified this huge opportunity that, by the way, is only getting bigger and you've leveraged it and you focused on it and you've dominated it. So what's something that we don't know about Amazon that as entrepreneurs, we probably should know? Well, you know, I think everyone in Fire Nation knows that you can build a business and achieve financial freedom. And then if you're selling physical goods, uh, Amazon is, is a really great way to do that. Um, you know, what people may not believe, but it, which is really true, is that with those same skills and techniques, you can build a company that competes with everyone, including the big guys uh, on a global basis. Um, you know, so I, I'd asked – you know somebody who who is the biggest, oldest, most respected company in your space? Uh, you know, in my space, which is consumer electronics, USB and Bluetooth devices, it was companies like Belkin and Logitech. You can compete with these big guys. Uh, you can do better. You have the advantage because you care. You're lean from the start. Uh, because of digital manufacturing now, when you're talking about physical goods, you can manage one unit or 100 units, and you can get those done you know, tomorrow or within a, a few weeks. Uh, you know, one resource I'd point out is Proto Labs, which is a great U.S.-based digital fabricator. If, if 
Fire Nation hasn't been thinking too much about physical goods. Um, and then you can scale up to the same global contract manufacturers that the big guys use. Um, you have the biggest retailer in the world, Amazon, who is willing to sell your product right now without having to sell them on it, without having to have a sales force and go beg and have them say no just because they don't understand or believe. You can make better, faster decisions precisely because uh, you're small. So there's really never been a better time to build a small business, yes, but I, I think that you know the key thing is there's also never been a, a better time to scale a small business up to a much larger one, one that competes globally. So I create physical products. I have the Freedom Journal. I have the Mastery Journal. I get them manufactured, and then I get them shipped to a distributor here in the U.S., but then I also send them to Amazon FBA as well, and so I have those there. And they both sell pretty equally, actually. It's, it's very interesting that they seem to really do very similar sales on a day-to-day basis, whether it be my Shopify store or my Amazon store. But of course, all of my marketing is going to the Shopify store. And so Amazon is doing all of this like completely free, amazing marketing for me with like customers also bought. You know, you might also like this. Like I love all of that. So it's a huge yep. benefit for my business. Now, you don't know the inside workings of what I do. I totally understand that. But, you know, just a shot in the dark, like what's something that I'm probably not not doing and other product owners like myself are probably not doing within Amazon that we should be doing. Yeah, I think you face a tough choice. You were talking about splitting your traffic between Shopify and Amazon there. So so one thing about Amazon is uh, their search algorithms reward uh, your past sales. It basically, it's a momentum game. Uh, in fact, uh, you know the book that you mentioned uh, earlier on that we just published this month, Flywheels and Feedback Loops. The flywheels part of that is basically as you build momentum on Amazon, it's self-reinforcing. Mm. So, so we'd love to diversify away from Amazon. There's a lot of negatives of being highly dependent on Amazon, especially for business in my space, where we have millions of dollars of inventory that we're carrying at any given time. You know, and there's a lot that can go wrong with Amazon competitively. But uh, you know what? If we didn't send all the traffic we could to Amazon, we would not be able to push our listings, push our ASINs up to the top of their categories. So, so even though we sell on Walmart, even though we sell on Newegg, even though we distribute through distributors, we actually spend all of our energy uh, sending uh, our viewers, and we do a lot of content marketing and YouTube, to Amazon so that we can spin up that flywheel and then get those ancillary benefits of greater organic sales on the biggest shopping platform, at least in the United States, um, which is Amazon. Do you distribute your products outside of the USA? We do, yeah. We actually sell uh, we sell through distribution, like kind of non-online channels, but we also uh, sell on Amazon in Europe, Canada, Mexico, and Japan. And so that was kind of one thing and one reason why I still do have my Shopify store and drive a lot of traffic there is because that's how I distribute outside of the USA. So how are you able to make it so you can distribute to Canada, to Mexico, to Europe, um, even though you're U.S.-based? Like how did, what process did you have to go through to make that happen? Yeah, we had to develop a lot of software to make it easy um, so that it, we have the software that we have we've are now offering to others through our site, EfficientEra.com. And basically, we hook into the Amazon APIs and all the geographies and allow you to do things once and have those apply to multiple geographies. Um, and... Uh, we all, you know, so we're, we're shipping our goods not just to U.S. FBA warehouses, but also to FBA warehouses in Europe and, uh, you know, in Japan and Canada. Um, also, there are programs. Uh, we're in the Amazon Global program, which allows people, say, in some of the uncovered geographies like Singapore or Indonesia, they can order off Amazon.com, and for 
extra shipping, uh, Amazon will actually ship those items from a U.S. FBA warehouse to, uh, you know, like somebody in Singapore. So do you have to actually have a business set up in one of those countries if you're going to be sending them products to like Japan and Mexico and Canada? Yeah, it varies per country. So uh, in in Europe, uh, you don't. We're we're VAT registered in several countries, but we do not actually have to have a corporation with tax returns. Uh, it's the same thing with Canada. Uh, with Mexico, you actually have to have a corporation if you're going to hold goods at the FBA warehouse there. So actually, Mexico is an exception to what I was saying there. We're actually shipping goods right now uh, from the U.S. for Mexican orders, and the reason is just what you were talking about. We don't want to have to set up a company in Mexico. So how do you get VAT registered? It's tricky. It's too long to cover in a podcast, but basically uh, the UK in particular offers a way for uh, non-entities to register with the UK government. Uh, We're now filing with them on a monthly basis. Uh, We use a a consulting firm in Europe to do that. you, you know, it's definitely an involved process. I, I think you probably need a few, a thousand or tens of thousands in sales be- before it becomes worth it. Um, you don't need to register in all the European countries until you cross what's called distance selling thresholds, which are usually between uh, 30,000 euros and 100,000 euros. But you do need to be registered in at least one European country to get your goods in in the first place. That was going to be my next question, which obviously for you is a yes, but you know, how do you manage the profit margins on these things? Because obviously you need to be very competitive when it comes to how much you're selling a product for. That's how you're going to raise your ASIN. But if you're paying VAT and if you're having to register this and you know, you're paying these extra shipping charges to get your products over to uh, the actual Europe and the different distribution centers, how do you keep those profit margins in order? We model everything before we do it. We basically have spreadsheets where we try to break down all of the the uh, per order and, and per product costs, and then we uh, you know try to take some of those big upfront costs and amortize it uh, across what we expect will be the number of orders. So basically, you got to do that, um, and it's financial modeling. So Fire Nation, Bernie sounds like he has it all together, and in a lot of areas, he does. But at the same time, he's an entrepreneur. At the same time, he's a human being. He's had his ups. He's had his downs. That's where we're going right now. Bernie, what is your worst entrepreneurial moment to date? Take us to that moment. Tell us that story. Oh, man. Well, you know, we were doing great on Amazon and and generally as an electronics business from 2009 to 2013. Uh, We were expanding fast every year. We we were doing great with the products. We were early with Amazon. Up to that point, we had actually – our top-selling product uh, was – a top-selling product for a really big category on Amazon, uh, USB hubs. Um, these are the things that you know let you plug in a device to get a lot more ports on your computer. It was kind of a perfect match for our pluggable brand. Well, <clears throat> then one morning in, in late 2013, a, a bomb dropped on us. Mm. Um, Amazon had just launched a line of USB hubs under their own brand, Amazon Basics. I'm sure everybody in Fire Nation knows that brand. Um, And they had actually sourced them from our supplier uh, competing with us directly. Wow. So, you know, I saw this happen. I called the supplier that day. They they were surprised that I'd even recognized that it had happened. Um, they apologized. They made some excuses. You know, but the fact was they were not going to pass up business 
uh, from Amazon, obviously. Um, so the very platform that we were selling on was now our biggest competitor. Uh, they had fundamental brand and pricing advantages on us. Uh, you know, we knew that uh, our top selling product now was was at risk. And in fact, over the next four months, sales plummeted by 50% uh, on that product uh, that was our top seller. So, yeah, that was my worst moment. We knew we couldn't face uh, Amazon head on there. You know, we had to be nimble. We had to be lean. We had to find a way to recover. Uh, we had to stay in the game but focus our energy away from direct competition. I mean, sometimes when you're faced with Goliath, you know, you don't uh, face them head on. So we did what we, you know – what we knew we had to do. We diversified. Uh, we made sure we had as much feature and price separation from Amazon as possible. And because of that diversification that we had actually already built, because we had a, a substantial product line already at that point, we were actually able to grow even that year where we took that huge drop on our top seller and every year since. Uh, and we track Amazon's house brands closely. We avoid them. Um, Granted, USB hubs, which were our top sellers at that at that worst moment, or you know, which previously the best moment, are now no longer our top sellers. But other products that are more technically challenging or novel have taken their place. Uh, so we learned we can't beat the house, but we can live alongside them as long as we're nimble enough. Now, not to scare Fire Nation away from Amazon because the opportunity is massive, but isn't this a trend you are a little afraid of? Like you're a little worried that Amazon could eventually just come out and basically be offering everything for everything. But I mean, at the same time, I'm thinking there's just so much stuff out there. There's so many different things to niche down in, and this isn't Amazon's number one focus because they're doing so many other things too. So what are your thoughts on all of that? Yeah, no, it's it's absolutely true. I mean, I think Amazon Basics actually started right around the time we did. Uh, in 2009 is when Amazon launched the Amazon Basic, Basics brand, and that's when we launched. And so our life cycle as a company has, has existed alongside them. And they've gone from just a few dozen products there that first year to thousands of products under the Amazon Basics brand. So if you look at, in any given category, the, the kind of long tail of products, it is just just a fact that Amazon is going to wait to see what floats to the top, and then they're going to take that head of the market away. Mm. Um, they're going to launch something under their own private label brand that takes that market away. So, so it's. I think it's just healthy to recognize that reality uh, and to say that we've got to, you know, be in the the middle of the long tail and maybe a little bit down the long tail, identifying new opportunities, identifying niches, making sure that we have feature and price differentiation. Um, but to also know that if we have a runaway success, Amazon could walk in at any time and take that away from us. Bernie, what are you most fired up about today? I mean, your finger is on the pulse. You have this going on. You have a lot of irons in the fire. What is the one thing you're most excited about? You know, when we started Pluggable, it was really just all about that electronics company. We wanted to start build a better device company, better products, better support. Um, you know, that costs money. Uh, cost must be passed on in the price of the product. How could we invest more uh, and get rewarded for it? Well, we realized that Amazon customer reviews were the only way. If we sold at a physical retailer like Best Buy, no one would know the last customer had a good or bad experience. Uh, 
But with Amazon, uh, the reviews would reward the better product and better customer service. But Amazon uh, made a lot of things awkward for sellers. They wouldn't notify us and give us contact information when negative reviews came in, for example, even though just some basic customer service could help many of those customers who are, who are putting up those negative reviews. Um, so they they provided a way to email about orders, but they didn't make it easy at the key points where the customer was looking to provide feedback. So we identified all those key interactions between the customer and, and Amazon and us and the product, and it's kind of a, a multi-directional thing. And we defined processes to close those feedback loops, identify them, respond quickly, um, to turn positive experience into positive reviews and to turn around negative experiences. Um, to achieve that, we had to write a lot of software automation to gather data from Amazon, detect events, send out automatic emails. And as we expanded globally and expanded it to more parts of the selling process, that software was getting very expensive to maintain for just our brand, just one Amazon seller. So obviously, you know, what we had done was pretty pretty amazing and you know to just have it for ourselves was was kind of a waste even though it was our competitive advantage and i resisted for several years thinking that the software was our competitive advantage and, and i couldn't give it away you know my my uh my aha moment was the realization that we needed to offer uh, our competitive advantage to all amazon sellers so that we could uh, continue to afford investing in this you know what had become a pretty big piece of software so we created a new business efficientera.com to do this and now what i'm excited about is over 100 companies use this daily to scale their business up on amazon and we've now got a second business alongside our electronics business um, that is scaling up and and starting to have a big impact and it's pretty exciting now fire nation if you're excited about this bernie where would they go well, they can go to efficientera.com, uh, and we've, it's easy to sign up. We've got a 60-day trial, um, so sending out emails uh, in response to each order, identifying negative reviews, hooking those negative reviews up to which order they came from, providing sales charts, showing kind of all your sales and historical context alongside events that occurred on Amazon, like price changes and title changes. Uh, all of that's there uh, right on efficientera.com. Efficientera.com. And Fire Nation, don't you go anywhere because Bernie's going to be dropping value bombs in the lightning round after we thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, do you ever wake up feeling like you've already run out of energy or like your stress levels are raging? Starting your day off right is critical to having a productive day. And when your energy is down or your stress levels are high, your ability to focus on your business is compromised. So how can you be sure a lack of energy and stress are the last thing standing in your way of having a super productive day? For me, it's with Organifi Green Juice. Organifi Green Juice is packed with 11 energy-bumping and stress-stopping superfoods and herbs, which means you'll get long-lasting energy throughout the day so you can crush your to-do list. Plus, Organifi Green Juice tastes delicious. I know because I drink it daily. See for yourself. Visit Organifi.com and save 20% with promo code FIRE. That's O-R-G-A-N. IFI.com promo code FIRE. You know creating and growing a business isn't easy, but there are endless perks that come along with it, like financial freedom, being your own boss, and having more control of your time. But maybe you're just not sure where to start. When you open a UPS store franchise, all of these perks can be yours 
plus more. The UPS store has over 35 years of franchising experience and was just ranked the number four top franchise to own by Entrepreneur Magazine's 2017 Franchise 500 list. The UPS store offers stability, the support and reputation of a world-renowned brand, and a proven business model with all the training and marketing support you need to make your entrepreneurial dream come true. Their franchising experts will even help you find a location that's just right for you. Plus, there's financing for those who qualify and special programs for military veterans. The time to promote yourself to business owner is now. Visit theupsstorefranchising.com slash fire to get started today. That's theupsstorefranchising.com slash fire. Bernie, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Yes, I am. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Well, you know, really nothing. I mean, I started my first business uh, at 23. You know, I do think, though, that, that uh, I did wait until I had a few stars aligned. And I, and I think that's kind of a good thing. Basically, two, three, four kind of competitive advantages, something that uh, I'm doing different with that business before I started. Uh, and I've kind of done that every time. What's the best advice you've ever received? Yeah, you know, I think it's probably lead by example. You know, once you've hired good people and established respect uh, by your example, uh, then another thing is probably that being nice is more effective than being tough. Um, Harvard Business Review has had some great articles over the year how the combination of those two things, leading by example and actually being a nice boss, uh, is more effective than some of the other strategies. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Well, I, I use the Getting Things Done system by David Allen, which I'm sure tons of people in Fire Nation do the same. Uh, either tackle it right away or get it on a prioritized list and you know, get it off my, my kind of out of my brain so I don't need to worry <laughs> about it. Can you share an internet resource like an Evernote with Fire Nation? Probably another one that's really familiar to Fire Nation, Trello. It's a great tool for managing our to-dos at an intercompany level. Uh, for example, we have uh, partnerships with a local university, and it's just really easy to add people and to track work between the students, professors, and us via Trello. Nice. And one more shout-out, Fire Nation, Bernie's book, Flywheels and Feedback Loops, A Guide to Success for Amazon Private Label Sellers. On that note, Bernie, if you could recommend another book, what would it be? and why? You know, I'd probably recommend Isaac Asimov's Foundation Trilogy. Uh, you know, it's kind of a fascinating prediction of the future. Uh, I think we can see some fascinating hints of it in the election that just happened. Mm. Uh, people are going to be predicting and manipulating our behavior <laughs> kind of en masse without us even knowing it, especially when you kind of throw machine learning into it. And, you know, I think us entrepreneurs, we need to get in front of this and actually use some of these things for, uh, for good, not evil. Yeah, it's so true. And Bernie, we started on fire, brother. Let's end on fire with you giving us a parting piece of guidance the best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye we all know that in today's world youtube will teach us anything and use that uh you know podcast this podcast will teach you so much mm -hmm. use that uh, service providers can uh, do so much to make you little old you look like a big business so get going get big and don't let anything stop you um, you know, the best way to connect with me is just to email me. Uh, I'm Bernie at EfficientEra.com. Um, and uh, I have uh, two gifts for Fire Nation. You ready to, to hear about those? Heck yeah. 
ah, so, you know, it's kind of nice having two companies. I get to give away two <laughs> things. Uh, so the first one uh, is from Efficient Era, and it's a free chapter from the book you mentioned, uh, Flywheels and Feedback Loops. And you can get this chapter by going to efficientera.com slash fire. And the second one is for anyone who loves USB and Bluetooth gadgets. Um, it's an Amazon discount code for four of our items, Bluetooth headsets and USB chargers. And you can get the coupon code at pluggable.com slash fire. Wow, Fire Nation, we need this stuff. This is stuff that we need. And you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with BT and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com and just type Bernie in the search bar. His show notes page is going to pop up with everything that we've been chatting about today. These are the best show notes in the biz. There are timestamps. There are links galore. And one more time, those links to check out are efficientera.com slash fire for a chapter of Bernie's book. Again, you can email Bernie. I mean, if you have a question, want to just say thank you, you want to just say hi, Bernie at efficientera.com. And if you want that promo code for those great things on Amazon, pluggable.com slash fire. Did I get that one right, Bernie? You did pluggables with spelled with one G. Oh, pluggables with one G.com slash fire. And we'll link it up on the show notes, Fire Nation. Bernie, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks so much, JLD. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Bernie today. And I get it. Everybody is scared of losing, but in my book, I teach you how to finally win. Visit howtofinallywin.com to learn how to create your dream life one step at a time. I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Start your day off the right way, Fire Nation, with Organifi Green Juice. Visit Organifi.com and save 20% with promo code FIRE. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com promo code FIRE.